Welcome to Full Potential, Thriving with Autism. I'm your host, Sarah Antonato. This podcast teaches parents of children with autism to support their kids in reaching their full potential so that they can thrive and not let stereotypes define them. By looking at a variety of topics, such as health, advocacy, and spirituality, my mission is to end suffering amongst these parents by giving them the tools to heal themselves, which in turn empowers them to be bold advocates for their children. By gaining the confidence needed to do so, these parents stop being the victims of a broken system and instead succeed in providing their unique children with exactly what they need to thrive and share their own gifts with the world. One by one, these families now change the world through autism instead of being victimized by it. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a very special guest. She is someone I admire. She's someone I call a friend. Her name is Chelsea Orange, and she is a brilliant mother of three, correct? Three, three yeah. little ones. Three. She is the owner of Tutorbrite, which has agency locations in Canada. It's a tutoring service, and you have physical locations and you do virtual work for your tutoring business. Is that correct? Well, all the physical locations would be in the home. So we would have tutors okay. travel to your home and work with your child in the comfort of your own home. Um, but right. with everything going on with the pandemic, we did switch mostly to online. We still have parents who want the in-person and we try to accommodate sure. it. It's gotten a little bit more difficult with the pandemic, but we do what we can and we try our hardest for that. And the real reason Chelsea is here today is to tell you about her work as a spiritual guide and the creator of the Aligned Planner, which is... And I want you to chime in here too. I'm sure I'm going to leave something important out, but it is a tool for people who are seeking to bring their higher purpose into their daily life and have more fulfillment in a way that feels organized, in a way that feels tangible. So it's all well and good to sit home and think about your dreams. We all want to do that at some point. That's important. But in order to really live a life that feels like it's in alignment with these higher principles, you still have to do the things. So Chelsea, yeah. please tell us how this planner is changing people's lives and how it can help, especially mothers and parents, feel like they're getting more fulfillment out of their daily life as unglamorous and chaotic as it may be. Yeah, no, thank you. That is the perfect introduction to it. So this is the thing is that each and every one of us already lives an amazing life, right? We have our people, we've got our partners, we've got our children, we've got our, you know, whoever's close or friends, and we have a roof over our head. We have clothes on our backs. Like we essentially have everything we could need, ever need to live fully happy, fulfilled, successful lives. If we would just take a moment to really notice and embrace the magic and the blessings that are in our lives every single day. But I find, and I'm like this too, I'm not perfect is I'm constantly looking at more. How can I make more money? How can I reach more people? How can I get more clients? How can I serve the world more? How can I, you know, get in on another vacation? How can I, all these things, but it's like, okay, but we really, we put ourselves through all this overwhelming anxiety and worry. And really what we have 
and anything we could ever want to be grateful for. Like I always think of myself on my deathbed. What am I really, what is really going to matter to me when I'm sitting there on my deathbed? And so I always kind of bring it back to that. And so this planner just helps you to do two things. Mostly one, it helps you to reach your goals because I do believe that moving forward and growth, you know, is important. And for a lot of people, it is satisfying. It it keeps them going. It keeps them motivated. um, You know, and, and it's something to wake up to every day, especially when you love what you're doing. But the second thing that it does is it reminds you to really just love your life today. It it gets you to be in gratitude today. It gets you to focus on self-love today. It reminds you to check your wins. How are you already winning today? You know, what what great things happen to you today? Um, It reminds you to set a daily intention. It reminds you to choose happiness first thing in the morning, because regardless of what kind of shit storm might happen that day, right? We can't control what happens outside outside of us, but we can control how we react or how we respond bond rather. And we can choose to still find the joy in, in what else, in what is left that we have joy in. And there are a lot of things. So it's a really great way to help you move forward, but really just embrace your life and love your life today. There are so many places I could go, but the first thing you said really stood out is it reminds you to love your life today. And I know I have the unique perspective of parenting a special needs child with autism and parenting a neurotypical child who has the easiest journey imaginable. Like gets on the school bus, comes home happy, does her homework. Like there's no extra needed. I can give her extra because I want to, as opposed to my son who needs a lot of extra and needs a lot of energy and one-on-one time from me. And I think when you're a parent of a child who is different, And there's not necessarily an end in sight to those differences. It's not like you have a cold and you get better. It takes endurance. And sometimes parents, when they're in that type of journey where every day when your kid goes to school, you're reminded that their life is different from others. There's a heaviness that can come up for a lot of parents. Sometimes it comes up in the form of, did I do something wrong? You know, is it my fault that my child is different? Other times it just takes so much energy for them to parent that they allow themselves to put their goals aside mm-hmm. or put their dreams aside because they think, and mistakenly, they think that if I put everything into my child, then my child will be better. And that's my only role on mm-hmm. this planet. And anyone who's followed my podcast for a while knows that that's not, that's not true the more you thrive, the more your child can thrive. So I really love how you are giving people a tangible tool to basically reel their energy in back to themselves Yeah, in a world that has so much external stimuli. Absolutely. And you say something that I see moms everywhere. So parents with like, you know, children who might have special needs or parents who have multiple children or even just one, or it all comes down to, boundaries, I think, and really just like, like you said, turning inward. So what I love about the Align Planner and Journal is it has a prompt for like choosing your daily intention, but also loving yourself. So because like every day you're going to answer, because I love myself, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to choose and I'm going to allow. And so 
we as parents, we as moms, we need to love ourselves because that's how we teach our children to love themselves. And whether our children, you know, have special needs, have autism or whatever, there's still a divine human being and they should love themselves for all of their uniqueness. And so should we. And so I think that when we can start to set boundaries and say, okay, what do I really need? How can I show myself some self-love today? Um, and how maybe I need time alone, or maybe I need to spend, you know, 30 minutes in silence, or maybe I need to meditate, maybe I need to go to a yoga class and get my get get someone to babysit. When we put ourselves first as mothers, a bunch of stuff happens, as you know, right? First of all, we finally create the space to take care of ourselves so that when we come back to our children, we are fresher, we are more alert, we are more loving, we're more patient, you know, we're ready to take care of them. But the other thing that happens is by us taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves, we teach our children how to love themselves and how to take care of themselves. And when we create those boundaries and create that time and honor what we need, we are being a role model for our children. And it doesn't matter, you know, what they might be, what the challenges are. We all face challenges and we still need to be able to do that for ourselves as do our children. Um, so I think that, yeah, it's what you said, you know, about taking that energy inward is so important. And sometimes um, it, my plan, the planner is really the only thing that reminds me to do that, even if it's just taking five minutes to just write out my gratitude for the day or to celebrate the little wins. Um, so the other thing the planner does is it has you focus on what is working, right? Focus on how you are winning every day on the focusing on the positive because what we focus on is what expands. So if we're constantly thinking about ourselves as a victim, poor me, poor my child, you know, why do I have to go through this, but my other friends don't, or why does my poor son have to go through this, but my daughter doesn't. And we, we then put ourselves into this victim mode instead of going, okay, well, what can I control today? What can I do? And when we put ourselves in the driver's seat, we teach our children how to put themselves in the driver's seat, but now we're able to like move forward and make progress instead of just sitting there wallowing in all of that self-pity, right? Absolutely. I remember when my son was newly diagnosed. So this is going back over nine years. I had an initial moment where I felt very much in my victimhood. Why did this happen? Why is this happening? I breastfed my kids and had home births and made all their baby food from the organic farm produce down the road. And why is this happening to me? Why isn't this happening to the person who gives her kids McDonald's three times a day and sticks them in front of the TV? And at some point, it didn't take long, thankfully, because I have a yoga practice of 20 years now. I had to have a little talk with myself and say, you know what? This is a loop that could be never ending if you let it, Sarah, and it's not serving you. So yeah. what can you do instead? And when you said this planner helps people reach their goals, I want to remind people, it doesn't matter if your goal is to go build a $10 million empire or if your goal is to exercise for 15 minutes today. Absolutely. 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 I have one, um, one client right now, her goal is just to drink, you know, her, her uptake of water that she needs to drink. She's like, I got to start small and starting small yeah. is exactly how we all start. So start with something small. And then once you've got back down, add something new. And one thing I do want to say as well is like the judgment, like let's not judge ourselves for what our goals are or for what we're going through or for where we are in life or for, you know what I mean? It's, it's the part where we judge ourselves and we, poo poo on ourselves and, and we get into that guilt and that shame, we're just perpetuating more of that. So we really need to forgive ourselves. And I've started to do this thing where I teach my clients to think of them, think of yourself 
as, you know, the six-year-old version of you or the five-year-old version of you, because your inner child is still within you. How would you talk to her? Right. And start talking to yourself as you would talk to um, you as a child or your child or whatever. And we wouldn't, you know, blame our children or blame us as little, as, as little kids for where we are or what our goals are. Like, you know, so how can we be more kind to ourselves? How can we be more gentle to ourselves? And that is huge in parenting, right? Like it's, it's those little things, those ways of being that go the longest way in raising our children to be loved and feel loved and to be happy and joyful because yes, the goals are great. And I strongly, strongly believe that with the goal structure in this planner, anyone can achieve their goals, but it's about how are we loving ourselves? How are we loving our children? How are we showing up for ourselves and our loved ones? How are we being in this life? And that's what we want to focus on. I love that. I always think of Louise Hay, who's, you know, the godmother of modern personal growth work. And I remember her book, You Can Heal Your Life, was the first spiritual healing personal growth book that I ever picked up. I was a 21-year-old brand new yoga teacher and college student. And she gave the example in it of, in terms of reaching a goal or striving for something. And she said, you know, if you throw some seeds in your garden for tomato plants. And then you walk outside a few weeks later after you've been watering the seeds and making sure they get enough sunlight and you're pulling the weeds out of the way. And you see little tiny seedlings poking up through the ground. You don't look at those seedlings and think, oh, you suck. You don't have tomatoes on you yet. This is terrible. You think, oh, wow, look, it's starting. It's happening. This is great. This is a baby step. It's all working. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. If only we talk to ourselves that way. Yeah. When we it's see something that we're in, we're doing this in progress, but we're not there yet. Or we've taken a baby step, but we're not there yet. Yeah. What's possible if we change that perspective? A hundred percent. What's possible if we look at how we're improving and if we look at things from how we are winning and how we are making progress a little bit every day instead of what we don't have or how much further we have to come. Mm -hmm. And so our focus and our intention, this planner is so awesome because you can put like your business and your personal life and everything into it, but it constantly is just a reminder of, okay, what what am I focusing on? What are my goals in terms of today, personal, business, career, whatever it is, um, family, and what am I focusing on? And so that, you know, every day you're kind of just focusing forward. Um, and I'm not saying don't get into like, we have emotions and as human beings, you know, I think that God gave you everything in your life because he knows, or the universe knows or source knows whatever it is that you believe in that you are capable and that this is part of your soul journey. Right. And I have always been fascinated with the idea of a soul journey, but that everything in our life is happening for us so that we can learn and we can grow. And so if there are challenges in our life, it's to go, how can I learn and how can I grow and how can I be 1% better than yesterday? I almost called the planner 1% better the 1% Mm. better planner, because my mother for a really long time was just, how can I be 1% better every single day? Because at the end of the year, you're 356% better than you were the last year, right? Yes, that's huge. And I love with the planner too, how I'm somebody who really processes information by writing. So when I write things, they become real to me. And I was like that in school because taking notes helped me to absorb information. So I always took notes and I find that if I say a goal out loud, or I give gratitude out loud, it's nice. But when I personally write something, it feels real as opposed to other people who like to verbally process or auditory process. Everyone is different in terms of how they process information. But 
I like writing it because then you can look back really easily at where you were a month ago. And on a day when you're feeling really not so great about yourself, you can look back and say, oh, wait, look what I've done in one month. Look what I've done in one week, even. And that's so important to track your progress. It totally, totally is. I love that you said that. I've always been a writer. And there's something so special when you go from taking something in your physical mind, in your mind, sorry, in your mental state, in your mind, and then you transmute the energy into the physical. Like you said, it makes it almost more real. um, But it's that transfer of energy, um, almost confirming to the universe, like this is written in stone. I mean, I mean, it is a magical thing that we as humans can write, right? And read and like, it's magical. So let's put that magic to use and and let's confirm that and put that out into the universe. And journaling is also just really therapeutic. So the planner actually has several pages at the end of each week, just for blank pages for journaling. um, And then some pages at the back as well. And just for you to write out your main takeaways. So anything, if you're in a course, you're working through a program or, or, you know, maybe you're just reflecting on your week with your family, you can write out, okay, what did I learn this week? to help my life improve. And I think reflection is really important because if we don't know where we've been or what we've overcome or what our challenges in the past were, um, and we can't think about, hmm, you know, how can I have done that better? Or what did I do great that I want to continue to move forward with? I think that reflection process, it, it allows us to just like take in our life and appreciate, acknowledge and celebrate, but it allows us to reassess and adapt and move forward for the next time. How do you advise people who might be new to journaling and might not be used to sitting and spending time on themselves and their vision? Like they might be used to going for a run, you know, and and being fit. They might be used to spending time on themselves, you know, blowing their hair dry, but they might not Mm -hmm. be used to sitting down with a pen in quiet and beginning a journey like this. How do you encourage those people to begin? Oh, well, I, so I, I totally get it because although I was a, a journaler um, as a child and a teenager into my early twenties, when I got into starting my business, marriage, kids, like I did not sit and journal for probably a decade. And I was that person that was constantly on the go, constantly overdoing and just always busy. Um, and I was the person who, yeah, I would go for a run to have some me time. But there's something so special when you finally just do it. And I would recommend that if that's you, if I just described you, get the planner, like really get the planner because it gets you every single day to sit down and just jot on your gratitude, to jot a simple moment of self-love. But it's just so special. Like it's a different way to spend time on yourself because you're not really like, yeah, you're journaling, but you're just in the act of being. And that act of slowness and stillness and just taking time to reflect is so therapeutic. And I found that at first when I started doing it, it felt a little uncomfortable because I was so not like, I, I wasn't like that. Right. I was, I was like, Oh, I got to do something. I got to do something. Um, and the planner focuses a lot on how you are being, not just what you are doing. Right. A lot of planners focus on doing, doing, doing this planner focuses a lot on who am I being? And, you know, the version of me who's got exactly everything that I want, how would she be? And the planner kind of quantum leaps you to that goal because it gets you to start embodying that version of yourself today. But until you've had a moment to sit down and really decide, okay, what do I want? You know, what am I going to, how, how is this going to come together? Um, you know, how am I going to take a small step, small action today? But I think that the act of sitting through it and just being still and slow, which is 
not something we've ever been recommended to do by society. You know, like, well, you're just going to sit there under a tree and do nothing, but it is so therapeutic. And actually I found that once I started to do that, I wanted more of it. I wanted more of it. I wanted more of it. And I think especially for moms, especially moms that follow your podcast, you know, giving to your children all day, having that time to sit in the bath, maybe every, at the end of every night or sitting and having like 30 minutes of quiet just for you with no interruptions. Yeah. Oh, it's just like delicious. It's, it's It's just, it's a gift. It's a delicious gift. It's, it's, it's just heaven. I I love it. There's nothing more that I love than like taking time to myself to just be me, not being a mom, not being a wife, just being me. Cause I think so many of us forget who we are after we have children. And when people show up on my virtual doorstep to work with me, who are moms, that's one of the biggest regrets they write in their intake form is I've lost who I am. Yeah. And I don't even know where to start to get it back. And I always tell them, you know, she's not lost. She's just in there buried beneath all the other hats that you wear. And it's time to shake her out and get her out and let her be seen and, and heard and witnessed first by you yourself. Yes. And, and the only way to do that is to tune in with yourself and give yourself yes. a moment to just be you, just be you. But, yes. But I want to touch on something that you just highlighted beautifully, which was the difference between being and doing and how many planners focus on like, okay, break down your quarterly goals and then do this this week and do that next week. And that's not wrong. However, right. Chelsea and I share the same mentor, Jim Fortin, who's a brilliant man. And he's always reminding people that you can do all the doing in the world. The doing is only as good as the energy from which you're doing the doing. So Mm -hmm. are you doing all this doing with that little low grade anxiety of, I don't know who I am because I've let myself go or I've gotten lost. Are you doing it because you are seeking some type of gratification or self-esteem because you're not really valuing yourself just as you are. And this is why getting still and quiet, even if it's for five minutes a day, which in the beginning for some people I work with is all they can handle at first. They're not used to it. So five minutes a day feels edgy. But if you can start doing that, you're going to start to see your true self. You're going to start to notice what you want, what makes you feel good. And maybe your goal is to sit for five to 10 minutes in silence every day. That's a goal. Again, it doesn't matter if your goal is to start your own business or to be quiet with yourself mm-hmm. by yourself for 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Your goal is valid regardless. And this is such a vital component that will change your life because as you are being more true to yourself, your real self, everything that you do is going to be different. Every bit of mm-hmm. time you spend with your kids is going to be different. Yes. It's mind-blowing as mind you start blowing. to discover this. Yeah. And I want to talk about this too, because like I have come such a long way in the last almost two years now um, because I was nothing like this. Like literally people are like, oh, you created a planner because you're great at organizing and you've always been good at this. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I created this planner because I was horrible at being on top of my business and my family and everything that was important to me. It got completely overwhelming. And I got, and I created this planner because I was a spaz. Like literally I had three kids in under three years and they would want to do stuff and they would all want to be in the kitchen with me making dinner. And if they did, everybody would end up crying. 
at least one person would end up screaming. It would be me. And it would be a horrible experience because I had, you know, a two, two year old, a three year old and a five year old making dinner with me. And what we've said throughout this podcast is like, okay, you know, it's only five minutes. It's only five minutes a day, but five minutes a day is huge. And it's a huge win if you can take that. So I am today when my kids are all in the kitchen making dinner with me, we have a great time. We've got the music on, we're laughing, we're dancing. Everyone's got a role to play. No one is screaming. No one's in tears. And I'm so much more present and calm as a mom today. But the reason I've gotten to this point is because I actually made it um, a habit. There's a habit tracker in the planner as well. But I was like, you know, I need to be a more calm, a more present, a more attentive mom. I need to be a more, I just need to be more present. And I can't, I got to stop yelling at my kids. And I thought, how am I going to do that? And this is what I did. I literally spent anywhere between two to 15 minutes, three times a day. So one was right when I got out of bed in the morning. The other time was at lunchtime. And then last was right before I fell asleep at night. And I would put on a meditation or hypnosis or even just silence. And I would just envision myself being calm, being peaceful. And I actually would envision um, a body of water, like a big ocean, because I could then feel and get in tune with like the flow and the presence of the water. But it takes 67 days to build the habit. And that after that 67 days, it kind of just became a part of me. And that time that I spent just going inward, not only made me more peasant, pre- present, peaceful and calm in all areas of my life, but most importantly, like I parent very differently right now. I, I don't get as agitated or as, you know, I don't scream as much, like anywhere near as much. Like we have like I'm able to like now really come from a place of like self-control because I take that time to myself to just be calm and be peaceful um, instead of constantly things just like, you know, being crazy and and just yeah. being in reaction mode. So I, I think that five minutes a day, if that's where you can start is huge and will do wonders for your life. Absolutely. And I always give the analogy of a spiritual bank account. And when I focus more heavily on my yoga business, I did that with my students as well. People think that it has to be all or nothing. I have to do 90 minutes of yoga today, or it doesn't count. I have to write five pages in my planner today, or it doesn't count. And what you said, sometimes you sat for two minutes. Yeah. And yet, those two minutes are still a deposit into your spiritual bank account. Yeah. That's and it's still very better than making a withdrawal. Yes. Yeah. Still better still than better making a withdrawal. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And and the other thing about when you have to make a withdrawal from your spiritual bank account, nobody plans for that. So like, for example, my husband and I have just gone through a really intense season of advocating for our son. We did not see this coming. It was kind of a blindsided type of thing that happened a few months ago. It required us to get an attorney for the first time in his journey. It required us to have him home for the last two months that we've gotten organized with the district and negotiated about the right school setting and all of that. And he's still home as we're recording this podcast now. So it's been a lot for us to manage and no one plans for things like that. So it's really important that you have a lot of deposits, no matter how small Mm. into your spiritual bank account. So on the days where your kid wakes up with the stomach flu and you can't go to work and you can't do your meditation because they're literally on you 24 seven and they need that comfort you have the space in your spiritual bank account to make a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you haven't been making deposits into your account and you're already in overdraft, that withdrawal is going to bring with it resentment, anger, 
exhaustion, bitterness. But if you know that you've been taking care of your true self in these small ways, no matter how small, every single day, when those days come, you don't have to sweat it so much. Even mm -hmm. when it's in a prolonged period like I'm in now, I'm still doing my yoga practice. Is it perfect every day? Probably not. But it happens. And I feel different on the other side of it as a result. And it's the same with journaling. It's the same with meditation. It's the same with blocking off that time for you every day so that when something unplanned happens and you have to make a withdrawal, you're good. You've got the reserves. I love that. Oh, I love that. I never thought about it as a spiritual bank account before, but I'm totally taking that with me. Love it. Take it. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. It's yeah. so true. And it, that way, like, when we do need to make the withdrawal, yeah. we're all right. Yeah. It's like filling, it's filling your cup, right? It's filling yes. your cup. Yeah. Yes. So you can Absolutely. pour. I had a teacher tell me that one of my yoga teachers told me that analogy when my kids were babies. My kids are 18 months apart. They're close in age, like your kids. Yeah. And around the time my daughter was born, my son was being diagnosed. So I had one kid who was not talking, getting diagnosed with autism. I'm nursing the other one. Like I'm still trying to run my business because that was important for me doing my yoga practice. And I felt like a chicken with my head cut off. And I remember one of my spiritual teachers at that time said, just keep making deposits into your spiritual bank account. Mm -hmm. Some days you're going to practice yoga for 10 minutes. That's not going to feel like your normal 90 minute practice that you're used to. And yet it's still a deposit into your bank account. It still counts. Yeah. Don't get mad at yourself. And I'm so thankful I had that advice. And at the time, I think I was still being really hard on myself. But now that I've reflected on it, I'm like, wow, that was the most empowering thing to know at that time because if we get into that all or nothing mentality whether people want to admit it or not they end up doing nothing a lot of oh, times always yeah and then and then it becomes easier to make excuses for yourself and then very little changes and you really just stay stuck doing the same things over and over again yes yeah. exactly whereas what if you turn left when you're used to turning right and you do something different, even if it's a tiny right. something different and you yeah. make that little tiny deposit into your bank yeah. account. Yeah. And this planner sounds great. I was actually going to ask. And when you said that you would sit for two minutes or 15 minutes or something in between a few times a day, does, do you have advice for people when they're buying the planner and using it? Do you encourage them to use it in the morning to start the day in the evening? Is there any structure that you think is most favorable? I think so what the planner does is it sets you up for your week and it goes over like who you're being, what you're doing, um, what you want to have at the beginning of every week. So I would say at the, like, you know, Sunday night or very early Monday morning, get your week straight, write down all of the appointments you have in it. So, you know, cause I'm the, I have to write things down too. Like I have a digital calendar, but unless it's, unless I write it down, I forget about it. So I would say for sure, like at the beginning of every week. And then I would say at the beginning of every morning, before you sit down to work, use it because what it does is it grounds you. It turns you inward and it, reminds you of like what really is important and what really is important is us you know prioritizing ourselves um and being in gratitude which raises our vibration um setting an intention planning our day out like i would say definitely use at the beginning because it brings you into a vibration a higher vibration where yeah. then you can take that good energy and you can use it because like you said we're only as good in the doing as we are as the human being that we are. So when our vibration is raised, we're feeling more empowered, which this planner helps you do, then we can go about starting our day. Um, and you'll find that your days will just be much better, much smoother. Um, you'll have, you know, less, 
Yeah. I mean, not that every day is going to be absolutely perfect and sunshines and rainbows, but you know, if I used to have a bad couple days in my twenties, I'd be like, Oh, I had a bad couple days. I was just, you know, grumpy and down and out and didn't get much done. Well now, because of all like the work and the focus and just practicing these things. Um, if I have a bad day, it's like a bad 20 minutes and then I'm able to like, you know, move on from it. So it, it makes a big right. difference. It's all about practice, but I think setting yourself up in the morning has really been a game changer for me and for uh, most everyone that uses the planner. It reminds me of one of the students I taught yoga to a few years ago and her son had just recovered from cancer. He was a teenager and she was so deeply grateful that he was healthy and healed. And she told me that when he was going through treatment in New York city and she would be at the hospital with him for days on end, she would write positive affirmations on sticky notes and Mm -hmm. stick them all over the room. And and she would, you know, meditate and the nurses would come in there and see her and think that she was crazy. And she said to me, you know, Sarah, what I realized in that process is that gratitude was a choice. Mm-hmm. Being joyful was a choice. Mm-hmm. I had so many reasons to not be joyful at that time. Mm-hmm. My son was sick. We didn't know if he was going to live or not. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I felt so powerless, yet I was able to choose gratitude. Mm-hmm. We when can I couldn't choose, choose so many other things, we can always yeah. choose. And I think this planner is so beautiful because even when your day is chaotic and is messy, and certainly as moms, we have plenty of those. It reminds you that the air you breathe is something you can be grateful for. The water you drink is something you can be grateful for. Your home. I guarantee if you're listening to this podcast and you have something to listen on, you also have Wi-Fi, you also have a home to live in. How beautiful are those things that we often take for granted? Like when I was speaking with that client of mine, how beautiful is our health that we too often take for granted? Yeah. And the wonderful thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about it is the more we tune into what we're grateful for, the more we find more things to be grateful for and the more grateful things then become attracted and manifested into our lives because what we manifest is what we focus on, how we are being, how we are acting, and that's how we create. So um, to, you know, for people who think that manifestation is woo woo or whatever, just think about it. Like if you're in a bad mood, and someone comes up and talks to you and you snap at them and you're grumpy at them, you know, you might just like now ruin that person's day. And now you've ruined your day because you've just gone to an altercation. Whereas if you would just choose to be nice and to find joy in everything, or to look at what you're grateful for, and you meet this person and instead of being grumpy to them, you spark a conversation, you guys become quick friends. Maybe you network with each other. Maybe he's got a business or maybe you guys are able to, you know, come into an opportunity that brings you both more prosperity and abundance um, in some way or another. And so that is how we are constantly creating our life. And when we can be in a state of gratitude and joy and choose it and recognize that anyone can choose it at any time, regardless of what you're going through, what you have, what you don't have, you can always choose what your focus is and you can always choose your attitude. Um, Oh, that's when we become like, we are powerful creators, but that is when we manifest our lives in alignment. Yeah. And it all starts from, from us, from within. I know that people listening to this conversation are going to want more connection with you, Chelsea, because your energy is so bright and you have so much to share. So what is the best place for people to find you, to find the planner? And we'll, of course, put all of it in the show notes as well. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and the planner is at aligned planner. And then my own personal Instagram account, um, because I have a membership and I do one-on-one coaching as well is at aligned manifestation. And we'll put both of those things in the show notes. And Chelsea so graciously offered 
a discount code for the planner for all of our listeners today and every day. And that is full potential 15 if you go to the Align Planner and you purchase it for yourself. And it's such a great tool. I'm probably going to gift it to all my clients because it helps me to serve them better when they're in that higher state too. And that's what we want for our people. That's what you want for your clients. We want them to get the results that really matter to them. And all the better if they can start creating that energy on their own and habits that support themselves mm-hmm. on a day-to-day Absolutely. basis. It's so yeah. wonderful. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it'd be great. And I know like with you, you're very heart centered in everything that you do. I mean, what makes us most happy is seeing our clients thrive and seeing them get the change that they were looking for when they came to us in the first place. Um, so yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I really think that this planner will help people get that. It, absolutely. And I love that it reminds you again, this is so important. I keep coming back to it. Not just what to do, but how you're being as you're doing the doing, because mm-hmm. I mean, I live in the tri-state area. It could be like a doing contest, you know, from one person to the next. It's so yeah. fast paced and there's so much energy and so much stimulation all the time. And yet the real power comes when you pull back and when you reconnect to yourself, when you stop comparing yourself to everything around you and everyone around you and everyone on social media, and you just really reconnect to, well, what about me? What do I want? And that's really what we want people to take from these few minutes a day that they're going to spend on themselves is that reconnection to who they really are so that they can go out and be that person in the world mm-hmm. and do beautiful things in their home, yeah. out in the world, in their businesses, with their neighbors, and yeah. really feel fulfillment right. in every part of their day. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. You're this very is such welcome. a pleasure. This is episode's going to help so many people and I'm really thankful that we can serve them in that way. So everyone, all the links will be in the show notes. Make sure you follow Chelsea. Her wisdom is such a gift and it's such an honor to call her a friend and colleague. And thank you so much for coming today. I really Oh, thank you. Coming. Thank you for having me. I had a it was lovely being on here and um, yeah, it was a pleasure. So thank you for your time and thank you to everybody listening. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, you can't advocate for your child if you're still throwing your own well-being under the bus. Listening to this podcast is just the first step. I'd love to know one action step you're implementing after this episode to help you thrive in your own life. So follow me over on Instagram at sarah.intonato and let me know. If today's show resonated with you, please leave a review through your favorite podcast provider as it's an important step in allowing new listeners to find us when they need to hear this message in their own lives.